we have this whole week that we can devote to Thanksgiving. And sometimes I regret that the Sunday before Thursday is our Thanksgiving, but that this is our Thanksgiving. So today I want to give us thanks. And the reason I think for me, most of all, as I look back over the year, the reason that I'm most thankful is that I discovered maybe this year more than ever, it's not like it's been the only time, but I found a shelter from the storm. My personal storms uh, this year, uh, the personal storms of our family have been rather incredible. So in February of this year, my dad passed. And uh, Lorne, you know, was was 89. It was time for him to go. But still, the passage of your dad is a really sad event. It's Kate's granddad. It was it was sad, and then before you know, not even really recovering from that. March was just this eye-opening event in my life where uh, I discovered there was a, as Kaysen says, there was a plant growing in me, and so uh, I was bleeding, was half out of blood, not knowing that, and the source of that was a tumor on my small intestine. And the only way to remove it was surgery. I've never had major surgery, and when the surgeon says, "Well, it's," It's a really complicated surgery because it's really deep. And I'm going, deep? What's he mean, deep? <laughs> when somebody says deep about your abdomen, you wonder, what are, you, what are we talking about? That was a personal storm. But we survived that. And then in June, again, barely catching our breath, our grandson, Czar, had to go into emergency, uh, the PICU, because something that was minor turned into something major, crazy, then August, again, just catching our breath, uh, Susan's mom, Kate's grandma Joyce, passed after five years of just going decline with Alzheimer's. So those are, those are just these personal storms. And in those, I discovered there, there's a shelter from the storms. And then if, I mean, if I could broaden out, just so again, I, I want you to know me. I want you to know that you know, I'm living in this life with you. There are other things that I just thought, oh, man. There's other storms just around us. Our Palestinian, our Israeli friends are, are no closer to reconciliation and just peace. It's another year of distance between what God, and, what God really wants. Peace on earth, goodwill here, Bethlehem, Jerusalem. Then I just thought, man, so many refugees seeking safety from Daesh. That's... It's unprecedented, the, the number of refugees on this planet. And then too many of those refugees being turned away. Crazy. Then the storm of just too many Americans dead on our streets from gun violence. Just too many. It really is a storm for me. And then last but not least is that, man, just this increasing decline... And our election civility, good gracious. When I, when I think we've, we've reached the bottom, we're not to the bottom yet. And it's like, oh, man. So those are all the bad news. But what I want to come back to is that there is a shelter from those storms. And I just wonder, as I'm talking about my, what about you? Just think back through this year. What, what have been the storms that you've gone through? And in those storms... Have you traveled 
not denying the reality of the wind and the waves and the thunder and the lightning and the upheaval, but there's a shelter. There's a shelter from the storm. I believe that the prophet Isaiah foretold, he gave a promise of what our shelter together corporately, what our shelter would be in the storms of life. Look, a king will rule in the right way. His leaders will carry out justice. Each one will stand as a shelter from high winds, a shelter from the storms. Provide safe cover in stormy weather. Each will be cool running water in parched land, a huge granite outcrop giving shade in the desert. If I could boil that all down, it would be this statement. The rule of our king on the earth now is our shelter from the storm. Isaiah promised a king who will rule right. That king is Jesus. He's shown up. And his kingdom was inaugurated, as Noel reminded us. He inaugurated. It started. It's not, we're not to the end yet, but it's here. And it can increase in our lives. That rule of King Jesus, that is our shelter. Through every storm of life, the rule of our king is our refuge in a storm. One place that we could go just to remind ourselves about the rule of our king is Matthew 7. Jesus ends the longest recorded sermon in the Gospels, Matthew 5 through 7, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus sitting on a hilltop at the north end of the Sea of Galilee. The very end of that message, he says, Everyone then who hears these words of mine... And very importantly, acts on them. Not just hears me, but actually responds and begins to live in the way that I'm directing. The person who hears the instructions of the king and begins to live under the rule of that king. They'll be like a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew, beat on that house, but it did not fall because it was founded on rock. The rule of our king, followed by those who pledge allegiance to him as king, that becomes the refuge in our storms. As Brian Zand writes, whenever the church seriously seeks to live according to the way of her king, there is found a shelter from the storm. When we, the church, those that follow Jesus, when we seriously seek to live again, Not just know, not just memorize, but to live what Jesus is teaching us. 
When we live according to the way of the king, there is found a shelter from the storm. The rule of our king is our shelter from the storm. What is the way of our king? In some ways, we could take the Beatitudes as the foundational stones of the way of the king. And I don't want to explain those today. I just want to kind of lay them out there as reminders as Jesus' rule influences us as a community of people. <clears throat> as Jesus' rule influences the church universal then this is how we begin to live. Together, we live welcoming the poor in spirit. Together, we live comforting those who mourn. Together, we live esteeming the meek. Together, we live hungering for justice, extending mercy, having a pure heart, being peacemakers, enduring persecution. Now, I don't know where your mind goes when I read that way of life. But my mind, every time I read this, there's a contrast. (laughs) It's a contrast between how I live right now and the invitation of something better that Jesus invites me to live. There's a contrast between how Jesus is inviting us to influence the bigger cities and nations around us and the way of the nations, even the way of our own nation. Paul would say, all of us have sinned, all of us have fallen short. I would say, as I, as I see the rule of Jesus, what he wants to see on the earth, it's not difficult for me to say, Jesus... As someone who is a citizen of the United States of America, we have sinned. We've rebelled against your rule and we fall way short of your glory. We're not alone. But by golly, (laughs) what Jesus hopes to see on the planet is not there yet. And when his rule is not represented on the planet and we as people are not embracing his rule, guess what? When the storms come, we don't have shelter. If we will not follow, strive to follow the rule of our king, there is no shelter. There is no safe place. The rule of our king is the only safe place. I want to move forward personally, 
I want us as a community to move forward. I want the church universal to move forward with these kingdom values. I don't want to read the book to you, but I, I just was really just blown away by some of the insights of Brian Zand in his book, Beauty Will Save the World. These Beatitudes, they're not platitudes. They're not common sense sayings. They're the very opposite. The Beatitudes are often paradoxes, deeply counterintuitive. The Beatitudes are subversive to the established order. They are the subversive values of the kingdom of God. The Beatitudes are the counterintuitive wisdom of God that turns the assumed values of the superpower culture on its head. The Beatitudes are the antithetical ethos to the superpower mantra of we're number one. The Beatitudes are deliberately designed to shock us. If we're not shocked by the Beatitudes, it's only because we have turned them into a patronizing sentimentality. And having, having become sentimental about Jesus is the religious way of ignoring Jesus. Too often... The Beatitudes are set aside into the category of nice things Jesus said, but I don't really understand. It is an unsettling fact that the inauguration of the kingdom of God brings a radical change to the accepted order of how the world has always been run. What Jesus is announcing in the Beatitudes is a radical reordering of our assumed values. My friends, our refuge in the storm is not the election of the right leader or the wrong leader. Our refuge from the storm is not the nation that we live in. Our refuge from the storm is not our job. It's not even our family. It's not necessarily a church building. It's not religion. It's not doing the right stuff. It's the rule of our king. The rule of our king is our shelter from the storm. What I would ask of us today is that we would say, you know, Lord, we may fall short personally, corporately, nationally. I don't know how far you want to take it. I hope you take it far enough personal to community. You may not want to keep going, but I would encourage you to. I'd like us just to stand together and say, Lord... We want your rule. We want you to be the ruler on the earth today. We want you to influence us with your rule. We want you to establish your rule here among us. And then we want you to send us out to influence everyone else on the planet.
Because it's the kingdom of God that is our hope. It's that king of that kingdom. So if you would, please stand with me. Jesus did teach us to pray this way. So if you'll pray with me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Now stop for a moment. Our Father is in the heavenlies. Who is at the right hand of the Father? Jesus. Our Father in the heavenlies. And Jesus, resurrected, alive. And all authority, Jesus. All authority in the heavenlies and here on the earth has been given to you. We praise you. Whoever wants to, just give a word of praise. Share the greatness of our God. Just anybody speak out. so deep never stop loving us you've never stopped loving us all of humanity he's never stopped at our worst in our rebellion you came to draw us to you to end our rebellion that your rule would be established here on the earth. So our God in the heavenlies, our Lord Jesus, resurrected, lifted high, we ask, let your kingdom, let your rule, which is in the heavenlies, let your kingdom come. Establish your kingdom right here, right next to Ryan, right in the middle. Establish your throne right here. Jesus, be our king in our midst. Rule here, Jesus. We welcome you. Direct us to live in the way that represents who you are and what you wish for all of humanity. We pledge to you, let your will be done. Jesus, do through us whatever you want to do. On the earth, in this day, Holy Spirit, I ask that we as a community of people following Jesus would seek the rule of Jesus. Expressed through the Beatitudes. Individually, as families, as a family, as a community. Lord, I pray for the church universal that we as believers, people on the planet following Jesus, that Holy Spirit, somehow you could bring us into unity in following your rule expressed through the Beatitudes. That all of us in every nation 
could begin to represent the rule of God through the Beatitudes on the earth now. That, Lord, you would begin then to influence the nations around us to come into submission to your rule. And finally, O Lord, as you do that in us and through us, we thank you that you are our shelter in every storm. We bless you. Lord, I ask that you would bless each and every family. That as we gather around tables, that you would be there, that you would be present. That, Lord, there would be peace. That every table would reflect the Beatitudes. That, oh, Lord, you would bring families together. That you'd bring reconciliation. That you would make peace through us. That, Lord, every one of us would have a heart full of gratitude that we'd be so thankful for the richness of life that we enjoy. So thank you, Lord, that we can give you thanks. Thank you that you are a refuge in every storm. In your name, amen. Hug each other. Wish each other.